nobody, she got it. Any topic, beat it up like she rocky. It's about every game but hockey. These other pods do it sloppy. No copy and pasting. Only thing we plotting is most domination from east to the west. North to the south. Pull up J spot for the win. Yeah. Pull up J spot for the win. Yeah. Guarantee it's going in. Yeah. Just pull up J spot for the win. Yeah. We got Nelly with the news, double lose, don't be misconstrued, these is all facts, from the contracts to the combat, from the end zone to who at bat for the win, yeah, just pull up their spot for the win, yeah, pull up their spot for the win, just pull up their spot for the win. Welcome to the J Spot. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining. This is a really uh, exciting episode for me because I got my family on today and my cousins on today. Uh, so it's always good. And this pandemic, we haven't really been able to see family to kind of gather and get together. So we're on Zoom because we're, you know, South Carolina, New York. So we all over. But I'm I'm glad that my cousins was able to join me today. So welcome, Franklin. Um, Dominique and Tedrick, he, he might be jumping on in a hot second. He's still, you know, <laughs> dropping people off. But uh, when he joins, we'll, uh, we'll, you know, welcome him in. So thank you, family, for joining me tonight. Thank well, you for having, for having me, having fam. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good to see you guys and um, good and healthy um, in this pandemic. So, you know, let's just get straight to it and start talking about it. So we've had some um, recent trades in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a few, you know, ones that were pretty good. So you had a few people change teams. Um, you had Victor Oladipo who went to the Heat. Um, mm-hmm. You had his name is you pronounce it Vukovic, right? Oh uh, yeah, that's how you say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from the Bulls, he went to the Magic. Um, okay. The I think one of the the you had Eric Gordon. He went to the Nuggets. Um, you had a few other Rondo went to the Clippers. Uh, mm-hmm. You had the Blazers who um, they got, uh, what is his name from the rap Norman Powell from the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also had Kyle Lowry, who a lot of people thought he was going to get traded, but he ended up staying with the Raptors because I just think their asking price was a little bit too high. Um, yeah. So what did you guys think of the trades that went on? Um, middle of the pack. I, I don't see none of them trades. Uh, really uh, helping teams get over the hump. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I know a lot of people uh, were, like like we had talked a little bit before the show, a little, uh, I guess upset or whatever, that people was able to get buyouts and go to the teams that they want to go. But, mm-hmm. I mean, in this era, in this, in this age, is you know, the players finally got a little bit of power, a little bit of leeway before, you know, before they used to take pay cuts or used to be forced into, into places they didn't want to be. But, you know, it's all good. I mean, Cats is moving around, man, trying to get this money, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. cutting out cutting out the front office. But I don't, like, like he said, I don't see uh, most of those trades, they're just uh, pawns to a bigger, bigger trade they're going to do later. If mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. wasn't a uh, direct impact like the Lakers and uh, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what did y'all think about Kyle Larry? Because, like, a lot of people, the teams that they brought up were the Heat, the Sixers. Um, I feel like those were the two main teams. I think it was one more, but I can't remember what that who that other team was. Uh, but... Never. 
been a Kyle Lowry fan, and I, okay. I, I just don't. I don't feel like he he could have helped either of those teams. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's he's where he he needs to be right now. Mm-hmm. He's where mm-hmm. he needs to be. He's he's not a a a main factor. You mm-hmm. don't play much defense, and he he's good offensively. Sometimes he's he's not consistent enough for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought that they were kind of asking for a lot to, yeah. to to trade him. I mean, I get it. He's like their, I guess, franchise player. Um, yeah, they got him their first championship you know, in franchise history. Uh, yeah. Before the emergence of, because uh, like I said, I'm a Knicks fan. Knicks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before uh, the, the emergence of our, of our, of quickly at RJ Barrett, I mean, me and my father was talking about Kyrie would, Kyrie Larry would have fit with the Knicks because the Knicks need somebody mm-hmm. like that, can control the ball, run the offense, you know what I'm saying? Maybe score. Mm-hmm. But now, I mean, I mean, the league's full of guards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> point, yeah. like mm-hmm. point guards on each team. So, uh, 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 yeah, he yeah, needs to stay there. Yeah, I thought that um, because of the asking price, I think it would have been a lot too because he was on his he's on his last year of his contract, and you don't know if he's going to resign. So, like, you right. giving up all of these assets, draft picks, young talent, and you don't even know if he's staying. So, yeah. I thought that 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 would have been a, a lot. Now. What did you guys think of Vukovic going to Orlando? Um, I'm sorry, he went to the Bulls. He was in Orlando, and he went to the Bulls with Zach Levine. Do you think that that helped? Well, I don't think it's going to really help them this season, but do you think that in the future that'll help? Yeah, because I know I know Levine's been coming up on my feet a lot. I know he's been doing a lot of uh, big scoring, having a lot of big games in, on, on the Bulls, and that might help him develop for next year. And then next season, they'll try to probably add another piece to it. Because it just dawned on me now that it's after All-Star break, and usually around this time, it's April, uh, we start looking at the playoff pitches, and I think a lot of these, a lot of these trades, a lot of these uh, movements are probably people are taking expiring contracts, or like you said, one year, one year left on their deals and stuff like that, and maybe mm-hmm. in hopes that they would like it and resign with them in the future. So I think I think that's probably that's probably a piece that they added to try to help uh, Levine for next season to help that team to get to the to the next level next season. Yeah, uh, I agree yeah. With that wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into the to the buyout talk. So that's yeah. kind of been like a big kind of topic lately because you have players who don't want to be with their particular teams and the teams and the player are able to agree on a buyout where the teams may, the players may take a, a loss financially so that they can become a free agent and just basically go wherever they want to go if they clear waivers. So you have like Andre Drummond who went to the Lakers. You have uh, Aldrich who went to the Nets, and you have um, Blake Griffin who went to the Nets. So a lot of people felt some type of way about that because they're like these teams are just pat in their talent and their players, and it's forming super teams. And a lot of people are thinking that the, the whole buyout thing needs to change. So what do you guys think about buyout? I think it's it's uh it's it's great for the players, you know. Uh, it takes the power away from the the teams and the owners. It's it's like mm-hmm. uh, it makes them kind of sort of like a regular regular employee, 
mm-hmm. if you're working your job and, and it's just not working for you, you can quit and go take your talent somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what it's turning the league into. That way you don't have people like uh, a Charles Barkley or uh, Kevin Garnett. Like they gave so many years to to one franchise mm-hmm. and Charles Barkley never won, won one. But you got Kevin mm-hmm. Garnett towards the end. If we could have saw that, you know, in some some final plays, some of his younger years, if 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 the league was like it was now, but with everything, everything evolves. And mm-hmm. it's always been super teams. It always has been super teams. Now it's just a little bit more talent in the league than it was back then. Cause you had like the Celtics and the Lakers. You were used to always seeing them win. It wasn't that much mm-hmm. talent, but now it's, it's a little more talent. So you might have one or two super teams or three or four super teams. So mm-hmm. I like the box. Mm-hmm. And win. what about you, uh, Franklin? Uh, I think it's uh, I think it, it, it could be beneficial actually for, for both parties because like in the case of like uh, Drummond or Archer too, just just kind of just rotting on the benches or rotting on their on their teams. Like Aldridge was unhappy with the Spurs for years and he signed a long-term contract just to guarantee his money. And mm-hmm. you know, with the buyout, you could buy the unhappy player out. He's not a cancer in the locker room, he's not a distraction. I don't have to sit there. And just to get rid of them, get rid of some other players that want to be on my team or some other players that, you know, I might have some, you know, might want to keep on my team, but I have to get, mm-hmm. I have to package Aldridge with a point guard just to get rid of him. You know what I'm saying? I can mm-hmm. just buy him out. He could go where he needs to go. And then also, you know, he's on my books dealing with his mm-hmm. contract. You know what I'm saying? So I, th- I think, I think it's a good thing. I think people just upset that, uh, this, these players, uh, like my cousin has said, that these players have power now to demand mm-hmm. such a thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. For decades, the owners and, and 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 the front office has been controlling these players' destiny, have them sitting on benches, have them sitting out and all that. Now they can be like, yo, I don't want to work here. I don't want to play for y'all no more. I'll take the cut. Let me go to a team where, you know, I want to I want to, you know, get a chance to win a championship or try something new or just a new scenery because I've been here for years. Nothing going on. Mm-hmm. No offense to the, mm-hmm. to the Spurs. Nothing going on over there. Drummond mm-hmm. was on uh, Cleveland, right? Yeah. yeah. Nothing going on over there. And, and Blake Griffin <laughs> exactly. was in Detroit. Detroit, eh, Detroit, Detroit almost had something, but even Rose left. Rose with us now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, I think it's a good thing, man. People just need to let the players have the freedom, man. I mean, and on, on the other side of things, not to bring football into this, but football players, they mad because they stuck where they at too. They looking at the NBA players making the moves and they want to try yeah. to have something for themselves too. Baseball mm-hmm. too. Baseball too as well. Baseball already doing it because cats yeah. be holding mm-hmm. out for money and they be getting these 11 year, 300, $400 million deals and holding out on teams. So man, let, let mm-hmm. these guys get their money. Let them be happy. That's it, man. Let, let them do what they do, man. Now, so as far as the Nets go, they got Blake, they got LaMarcus. So they already had KD, Kyrie, and Harden. They kind of, I think, when they traded for her and lost a lot of their depth on the bench, I think these two helped bench-wise. But in the overall picture of them trying to win the championship, do you think that by adding these two guys, it makes them, like, unstoppable? Or do you think that the two ads were okay, but they're kind of not really in their prime. So, you know, so what do you guys think about that? 
Uh, I think I, I think it go either way, you know, because okay. like they they have uh, like because was saying earlier, they have a player in KD, which is he, he's dynamic, but we don't know mm-hmm. if he's that same that same player. And when um when in, when the playoffs coming, you have to play those. You only getting those two days off, and every every game is meaningful because every game now is not meaningful. They're not playing mm-hmm. the same way they're playing the playoffs. It's going to be a lot on his body, and and you got a player in James Harden that has a meltdown every year in the, <laughs> in the, in the playoffs. And you got Kyrie. Kyrie, one day he wants to play ball. When Kyrie puts sets his mind to play ball, there's not a guy in the league that can stop him. But he's not that player every night. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Blake Griffin, you you don't really have anything in Blake Griffin. Like he he's he can't give you. What he what he was given in, in um LA. He can't do it mm-hmm. no more. He's older. You know, his 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 knees. So and I'm not even worried about the other the Aldridge. I never believed in him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was all he was decent. He was decent, but he he was not he's he's he he was a piece back then, but he's not that anymore. And yeah. I just uh I believe they could get it done with the first three pieces they had. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just a matter of who shows up game night. So I'm not even counting those other pieces that they put together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that. So Franklin, what do you think about Drummond going to the Lakers? What's up, uh, Teddy? What up, What's up? Teddy? Teddy, the one now. Ready, Teddy. What up? What's up? What's up, family? Not much, not much. Uh, uh, to answer your question on the Lakers side of things, uh, mm-hmm. I think that Drummond added the piece that they needed as far as uh, being a presence in the middle, because that's kind of mm-hmm. what, even though Dwight was past his prime, having Dwight, having AD, and having, uh, what's that dude that be on Shaq and the Food a lot? Um, and wow. McGee. Um, McGee. Yeah, having yeah. all those having all those big <laughs> bodies in the middle uh, helped them, helped them on the defensive end. Uh, their, their experiment with the other Gasol brother, uh, Marc Gasol, hasn't worked out as, 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 as they wanted to. So that's why they lobby hard to pick up a drumming. And um, mm-hmm. as far as, uh, like, like, like you had said about Brooklyn, that's the team to beat is, is L.A. Those are the defending champions. And the Harden trade did hurt them because they did have a lot of death. I like that Allen kid. Even mm-hmm. though Levert, mm-hmm. Levert was hurt, I like Levert. I was about to buy a Levert jersey. I like that kid. Dimwitty yeah. is out, so they have no depth. No depth. Now they have they have bodies. Can they move? Can they jump? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Drummond, Drummond is still is still in his prime. Drummond's still good for twenty, uh, yeah. twenty and some boards. Then you got AD, and now they can rest these guys. You know, LeBron. I think LeBron is still out with his foot. They can rest these guys. Let the young guys work. I like when they picked up Schroeder. I like when they picked up the dude from uh, the Clippers. The tough yeah. dudes, so, they, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I, I, I mean, we're gonna talk about this topic later. But LA is gonna be a tough, tough, tough out for four games straight. It's gonna be a tough out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think they definitely won, and and all the trades and pickups like that. Ben McLemore, that kid, he's great mm-hmm. defensively, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. on the wing, and then he can come in and he can shoot. He can shoot. So, and Drummond. He's kind of like JaVale and Dwight all in one. Right. He can defend right. And he, he he can give you what uh Dwight gave you 
offensively, which JaVale, he had really improved. I had liked him. I, I hate that they got rid of him, but they couldn't keep <laughs> all of them happy. Right. Yeah. I, I yeah. understand that. And, and that, <laughs> I wish they they never would have got the song. He, he's old and slow. Yeah, word. <laughs> uh, to add, to add uh, one more point in the Lakers, uh, I think the other thing, too, that uh, was pivotal for them was picking up Schroeder. And get and let mm-hmm. uh uh what's his go Rondo go because Ron, we all know mm-hmm. Rondo the beat Rondo is to make him score he's been like yeah. that since the Celtics and that's mm-hmm. why uh Chicago looked like they was gonna beat them because they just let Rondo run in run in the paint and let him score and worry about the others now you got Schroeder who's younger and he could he could drop buckets and that's another big thing that's gonna that's gonna hurt uh um Brooklyn as a guard play because I like Kyrie. But one day Kyrie want to be an astronaut, talk about flat earth. That next day he want to be a basketball <laughs> player. Next he want to be, you know, a, a freedom fighter. We don't know where his head's at. You know, and I like Kyrie. I do. I like Kyrie. But, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when it's like, he, like, like you said, when it's playoff time, baby, when you're playing, when you're playing these games, only two days of rest, and you're playing the, the mm-hmm. same opponent day in and out, and they're getting to know you, like, it's, 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 it's a different ballgame. Now, so... Real quick, this wasn't on the our little outline to talk about, but I want to ask you guys this. So Harden, so I feel like Harden will go down as one of the best basketball players to ever play, maybe one of the best scorers. Mm-hmm. But my, I guess, knock against Harden is that I feel like in the playoffs, he doesn't always show up. Like in that series where Chris Paul got hurt and they were up on the Warriors and like that game, I think it was game six where he could not hit a three. I just (laughs) felt like in that series, he kind of didn't show up. I just feel like in the playoffs, he doesn't show up to me. And that might just be me, but I just feel like he doesn't show up in the playoffs. So how do you guys feel about playoff Harden versus regular season Harden? Harden is a prolific scorer, but he's just a, a number guy to me. Like he, right. he, and when it comes down to it, when um, it's like when you're playing these teams during the regular season, it's them testing you out, seeing what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Then when you get in the playoffs and you got a great coach, they lock in. They know how to defend yeah. you. They know mm-hmm. how to stop what you've been doing all season. And Harden don't have that. You know, he don't have that uh that next move. All he mm-hmm. can do is, you know, get he gonna get to the line. He, he might shoot fifty free throws, mm-hmm. but if that's not enough to beat some of these teams, it's, it's enough to beat the ones that barely made it. But when you get down to the bottom four, he can't he can't do it because all all through the season, what uh last year or the last couple of years, you, all you heard was oh the refs belt them out, the ref belt them out. So the league. They have to tell the refs, you know, oh, you can't give them all these calls in the playoffs. Right, right. Then mm-hmm. we, we get there, and now you can't hit a three. And the team, all the team been doing is stepping back and letting you do your thing. Now you don't got much chemistry when, when them threes not going there. Mm-hmm. And that's how they pick them apart every year. And, I can, and I'm not even a coach, and I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, to add to, to, add to that, too, in, in playoff time, uh, Playoff basketball is half court basketball. You don't have mm-hmm. any 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 plays to get your to get your main guy open in a half court setting. You're not you're not gonna uh, you're not gonna succeed. Like he said, uh, it's different when uh, your schedule is all right. 
let's say the Nets, right? My schedule is all right. We playing Sacramento, I might be a dub. We playing our Boston, I might be all right. We might win, might might lose to that one. We playing the Knicks, I right, that's gonna be a, might be a dub. You know, you go into the rigor morale of the season, playing different opponents. You know what I'm saying? But when you sitting there and a team locking down on you, and we gonna play you for the next week, and I mm-hmm. can really get to know you, and, and, mm-hmm. and you know. And God forbid, we played you last season tough. Like, we played you last playoff tournament tough. So we know mm-hmm. what you're going to do. And people know what Harden going to do. You know, sometimes the strategy would be to let them score. Let's just let them score. Let them go 50. Let's see what the rest of the team can do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what Brooklyn, that's what I think Brooklyn, unless, like I said, we, we get the OKD back or Kyrie's uh, uh, in his right mental, that's when Brooklyn going to fail a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now... So to go back a little bit about um, like the buyouts and players mm-hmm. just joining teams, let's talk a little bit about super teams. Okay. So you got the Nets, you know, they have KD, Hart, and Kyrie. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the kind of only other team that kind of comes close to a super team right now would be the Lakers, I guess, with LeBron and AD. But of course you had the Warriors when they had Clay. Curry, mm-hmm. KD, Draymond, and then you had uh, Miami when they had LeBron, Wade, and Bosch. So right. how do you guys feel about super teams? Some people think it takes away from the competition because you already know who is pretty much going to the finals and possibly going to win. Um, so what do you guys feel about super teams? And, and is it good for the NBA? Is it bad? Or what you guys think about that? Uh, I'll start. I'll start. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I think some of it is is over overrated. The only real, I feel, the only real super team that really dominated in the last uh few years has been that Golden State team, because especially with KD, because they were super cheap. Already, you mm-hmm. had Steph Curry, Curry who could shoot from end, basically anywhere on the floor. You had mm-hmm. uh, Clay Thompson who could do the exact same, and then you had a prolific, dynamic scorer and KD. You had the lockdown defender, and then you had the bench. So that was the official super team. People for, mm-hmm. seem to forget when the when the Heat first came, and mind you, there they were tearing through the East Coast of the Eastern Conference or the Eastern Conference, as we like to call it. They, yeah. they were tearing, they were tearing through them. But they lost their first championship to an agent, agent, ancient Dallas. Uh, uh, Dallas. Dallas. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, I mean, I think sometimes it's all hyperbole. They talk about parity. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of teams are talented now. A lot of teams, like 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 Dominique has said earlier, a lot of teams are talented now. Do, do they have that extra superstar to, to get them over the edge? No, but. I think it's a little overboard. And we've been having, like he said, super teams for a long time. People get the Lakers. You had uh, Magic Johnson, James Worthy, uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on one team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, at the time when they lost to the to, to, to the Bulls, you had a Michael Jordan who's, a, you know, Michael Jordan who's the, the GOAT. You had mm-hmm. Scottie Pippen, you know. And, you know, you had future Hall of Famers. So who knows? Maybe some of these teams now. Maybe the Knicks, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We have future <laughs> Hall of Famers that, that need to gel. So people just need to chill out, man. I mean, I think it makes, I think, you know, it, it makes, it makes, I think the people, reason, main reason why, and it just clicked in my head why people may have, uh, have problems with super teams, is makes these front office have to work harder. 
You can't just yeah. coast by by signing this bum, that bum. Now you gotta really contend and really be smart with your money and contend. I mm-hmm. think that's the problem. A lot of these cats don't want to work. These front offices want to coast by and make inferior product on the floor and make millions. But now you really gotta oh snap, we really gotta play LeBron and the Lakers mm-hmm. six times a year. We gotta play the Nets six times. You know what I'm saying? It makes them work harder. So I, I, mm-hmm. I don't mind mm-hmm. the super teams. I don't mm-hmm. mind. I, I don't mind the super teams either, but a lot of people get uh, the definition of super team is is uh, different. For mm-hmm. for me, uh, I take Brooklyn. You can look at those names on paper and say, "Oh, that's a super team," mm-hmm. but to me, I got to see how how they they play together. You know, because I am a LeBron fanatic, mm-hmm. so. To me, any team that he gets on is going to be a super team because of his talents. He can he can mm-hmm. make he can make a bomb decent, and mm-hmm. that's 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 a super. When you get um like Harden, you got to think Harden. If if you're going by super teams, then that OKC team was a super team. They had Harden, Westbrook, um, uh, Ibaka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, they were decent. They had Kendrick per- Perkins. All of those are, uh, well, I don't know about all of them, but you got three Hall of Famers, <laughs> future Hall of Famers on that team. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, every player is not the same. James Harden got his his break, and he went to Houston, and we've seen what he's done in Houston outside yeah. of that team. So mm-hmm. you got you to gotta look at uh, how, how the players are going to play together on those teams before you can call them a super team. When it, when it really matters, see what they do. And it's good for entertainment and, and ratings. It's mm-hmm. good for the league yeah. in that way. And it's bad for the league if they're not on your team. That's <laughs> the hate super teams <laughs> when they're not on your team. And uh, I, I, I'm just excited to see because we saw what LeBron did to the Warriors, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I heard Cuz say uh, MJ is the GOAT. I think he's GOAT A. And I got goat B, you know, like both one A and one B, you know, yeah. like because I, I like I, I grew up on on MJ, and uh-huh. everybody hyped Kobe, rest in peace, you know, but Kobe was to me the difference between MJ and Kobe. Kobe was just like MJ, you know, mm-hmm. he, he stuck his tongue out, he he did everything the fadeaway, but then you got LeBron, he's hyped. He was hyped coming into the league, and he played nothing like MJ. And that right. to me what 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 uh, changed my mind on LeBron. But back to the super teams, I'm I'm just excited to see nature what people do now. Like you say, they got to work harder, they got to recruit better, they got to yep. get into some of these colleges and really see what these kids, you know, the talents they possess. They can't just be lazy anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. I like about the super team because we can get yeah. six super teams in the league. Then we're working with some. <laughs> That's true. It does. You mainly have a lot of the owners and stuff who kind of are mainly the ones that are upset about it because they feel like, uh, these super teams, I ain't got no talent. But like you said, it just makes them have to work harder or develop even their talent better. So do you guys think in the East that it's a team that can give the Nets a run for their money, or is it like a foregone conclusion that they go into the finals? Uh, uh, I mean, 
I only got two, maybe two or two or three teams that could possibly give them a, a run for their money. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and I had Boston, but when I looked, it was they was down ten to to the Dallas. But I had Boston, and I and I and I had uh, I want to say it's, it's a tie between Philly, your home team, mm-hmm. and, and the Bucks. But Giannis mm-hmm. uh, uh, hasn't to me hasn't made that leap yet. Uh, yeah. to, 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 to hasn't he hasn't uh, elevated his game yet? You know he's still, mm-hmm. still like a truck. He's like a he's like a He's like a young LeBron without the shot. He don't have the shot yet, you know, to, to, mm-hmm. to, to expand his game. So I think either one of those three teams could try to give him a run. But if the Nets stay healthy, they come. They coming out the East, man. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I, I feel like um, Philly was the the top running, and and you can't count out um, Toronto yet either. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, Toronto's good too. I, I feel like. Um, they should have made some moves, some better moves to get get a couple more pieces mm-hmm. to make it um, like the way those three teams. Well, those two teams, like Toronto, Boston, and Philly. Yeah, the way they play mm-hmm. together, I think that's the best angle they got to beat Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Like their the team play, the way they play together. But um, I think they still need a, another piece. It might be they might can make it a six game series instead of five mm-hmm. or four. But um, <laughs> it's gonna make them better next year, though, because uh, they're gonna go out and they should go out and make make those changes. Yeah, I think Boston yeah. actually might. I think Boston actually they, they don't want to say nothing yet, but I think Brad Stevens' time is over. I think I think he yeah. kind of lost. He kind of lost the team a little bit because no, mm-hmm, that team mm-hmm. is super talented with Tatum and Kemba Walker. They should be doing a lot better. They should be running running with Brooklyn. And mm-hmm. as far as, uh, as, as, like I said, with uh, Milwaukee, uh, uh, attempt a free throw, he needs to step it up. He needs to step it up. And uh, Philly, I like Philly. I like MB. And I and I, and I like uh, I like I like your boy Simmons, but you know again they gotta mm-hmm. they gotta add another one more one more they were like one more piece away from from really taking the East, but yeah Brooklyn mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Brooklyn got it. But I'm not just saying that from Brooklyn either. I'm, I'm more of a Knicks fan. I, I go to yeah. Garden. <laughs> 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 I think somebody should have. Um, I think somebody should have got Zach Zach Levine, man. Zach Levine, and you yeah. got um. Somebody should have got him up out of there, and, and he uh, Chica- Chicago gonna ask for the house, home, and the kids, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look, that's true. We talking about we was talking about the buyouts earlier. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, can, somebody can get in his head and say, "Hey, bro, like, yeah, <laughs> right, right." No, nah, I agree. Okay. I definitely um, think the Bucks, Philly, and I think. The Celtics, I don't know. I just the way they've been playing has been. I thought they would have been a lot better than what they are this year. Um, mm-hmm. The Bucks, they're they've always been a good regular season team. I would just have to see what they do in the playoffs. Like you said, the Greek freak, he's awesome in the regular season, but in the playoffs, right. it's a different story. So I kind of have I have to see it from them. Um, I mean, my Sixers, uh I think that defensively we would be an issue for the Nets. I think that they don't have anybody to guard and be at all. Mm-hmm. But no. I think that when the Sixers shooting, when they're off shooting wise, it's hard for them to win games because mm-hmm. 
they don't shoot the three that, that, that great. And they kind of sometimes live and die by the three because teams double team and B and he kicks it out. You got to hit that shot. They don't always, I mean, like Curry was a good pickup for them, but he hasn't really been consistent this season a lot. So I think that that three pointer is going to be the kind of the, I guess you can say that, that thing that'll kind of, make it of, of a long series with the Nets, but I agree. I think the, the Sixers, the Bucks, and I want to say Boston. I just I just don't know about Boston. So but we'll uh, see. But since we're in the you was about to say something, Frank? Uh well I like to correct my statement. I said that Boston was down on on the Nuggets. They actually came back and won. So Maybe they make that turnaround. Oh, yeah, they Maybe. did win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just catching up. catching up on my news feed. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so since we're in the East, it was some, um, some comments that were made about Westbrook not too long ago. And mm-hmm. it was made by Stephen A. If, uh, you know, you guys follow him. But yeah. so Westbrook had like a really big game. I can't remember exactly which game it was, but he had a, like a crazy triple-double. And, you know, everybody was talking about it. Everybody was amazed about it. But Stephen A kind of came out about it and was like, you know, it's great. You know, he he got a triple double, but it doesn't phase him because he does that. Like Westbrook does that all of the time. And now it's he's to the point in his career and Stephen A is to the point where he feels like that those numbers and a triple double should translate into winning. And as we know, Westbrook hasn't, he's been to what one finals when he was with OKC, but yeah. you know, he hasn't won. And, you know, Westbrook came out and was like, well, for him, winning the finals is not, that's not like his top priority. Like he feels like that doesn't make him a great player and he's able to use his platform and give back to the community. And he, he made it out the hood. So he already a champion. So you know, the, the whole championship aspect doesn't phase him. It doesn't bother him. How do you guys feel about Westbrook and those comments that um, Stephen A. made? Well, in the league, you have, uh, you have two types of, really two types of players, players that want to players that want to win championships and players that just, you know, want to do their individual accolades. And I think uh, mm-hmm. at this point in his career, uh, Westbrook is comfortable where he's at. He's comfortable being the focal point. He's comfortable um, getting his getting his, and, and, and helping out his people the way he said it in those comments. Not everybody has these metrics for trying to beat uh, championships. He's not trying to, trying to, chase after Michael Jordan's uh, shadow or Kobe or, or LeBron or anything like that. Some players are just content with what they're doing. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I mean, should it translate to winning? Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to win. But, you know, sometimes there's a level that, you know what, I reached this level. I'm here. I'm happy. And I'm, and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, now, we'll see in a couple of years how he feels when that athleticism gives out, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe mm-hmm. he might want to jump on the team and quote unquote ring chase just to have that little accolade on his belt. But some people was cool. I mean, look at Melo. Melo's at the very twilight of his career and he's happy just playing ball and, and getting an NBA check and just chilling. Not really chasing the ring like other people. So Stephen A, 
Yeah, he's all hyperbolic, you know what I'm saying? And he's with that, he's with the news media, and the media always have always want to have that metric against you. I mean, you know, we talked about Charles Barkley earlier. Uh, there's other great players that never won Clyde Drexler, uh, Dominique Wilkins, the great Patrick Ewan, a good go on and on. Just because they haven't won a ring doesn't take away from their greatness because, you know, Patrick Ewan's still one of the 50th greatest players ever to play. Charles Barkley's up there too. So, you know, uh, some of these accolades, the rings and all that, I mean, think about it. No offense. The great Nazi Muhammad got, I think, two rings. It don't really, like, in the scheme of things, certain, certain <laughs> rings don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Danny Green got a, got a ring and he not, you know, compare him to Westbrook. Westbrook's going to be in the history books for, forever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's happy with that. Though so Stephen, I need to mm-hmm. show, man. <laughs> I, I see I, I see it from both sides you know uh, mm-hmm. that's his job to say what he said and he was he was writing what he said and um like we're all Westbrook guy we all come from the, so I understand what he's saying we come from the, he made mm-hmm. it out this year and he's doing well for himself but I also see the passion in his play mm-hmm. and you cannot tell me the way that man plays that he don't want to ring. Mm-hmm. And every, everything that he said was what his wife or his family is telling him when he don't win. Well, you doing this and you doing that, uh, you, mm-hmm. that's, what mm-hmm. he, that's what he repeated. Right. It burns, it eats him up that, he, that he's not a champion. And the proof is all the trades. You keep moving. Mm-hmm. If you just want to <laughs> play ball and you're content with being out the hood and doing what you're doing for the community, you would have stayed in one community. You're not going to go from team to team if you don't want to win. Mm-hmm. And some, mm-hmm. of those, some of those teams, like his talent is uncontrollable, and that's his problem. He don't know how to take a back seat. Like that series mm-hmm. where, um, that series where uh, they were up 3-1 against the great Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. He shot them out of that game and gave the Warriors the, the, the he swung the levy. You can't mm-hmm. give a team like that a chance. He don't know how to how to step back. And that's why him and Katie butted his so much. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's a wonderful player. Like I love, I love the way he plays because you can see the passion in how he plays. Him and him and um him and Damian Lillard, Lillard, oh, Damian Lillard are some of the most passionate players in the league. Mm-hmm. You can see in the way they play. So I, I'm not buying that he he's content with not winning because I know he wants to win. And yes, Stephen A. was just doing his job. He he gets under everybody's skin. <laughs> doing what he was supposed to do. Yep. Yeah, I yeah, I definitely agree. I think that what he said didn't match up with the way that he plays. Yeah. Because I personally love watching Russell play. I, he's one of the my favorite players to watch in the NBA just because of how hard he plays. How he just don't care who you are. Yeah. He just he he's like an old that. school player to me. Yeah. He so I, I, yeah, yeah. I just love the way that he plays. And I definitely think winning a championship matters to him. Cause like you said, Dom, he was in OKC. He loved playing in OKC. So if mm-hmm. championships and that didn't matter to you, why did you leave OKC and go? to Houston because you were trying to win a championship. So you can't say that. You don't, you know, winning a championship, it doesn't matter to you. You're all about doing for your community and all of that. I, I understand that too. 
but I do think that winning definitely matters to him. So I, I, I like you said, he was just probably saying what other people tell him um, because I definitely believe him saying winning the championship doesn't matter is was not correct at all. So <laughs> question. So so real question. So why why he went to to all places? The Wizards. The Wizards ain't ain't, ain't doing nothing. Well, he yeah, got the traded Wizards. there. Yeah. Uh, he, he might not have. I mean, that might not have been his destination. That was just right. probably the best deal they could get. I'm gonna throw this out there. He probably did that to get at KD. KD But I mean, even in Washington, I felt like Washington actually would have been a little bit better than what they are because Bradley Bill is he's balling. Like, amazing. He's balling. And, I wanna, and now I, I, I you want him to go to the Lakers? <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, he was I mean, I, too. Yeah, I, I think that eventually he he will leave. But I just thought that the Wizards would have been. I mean, I granted the talent around them is not really all that great, and Westbrook was hurt for a while. But I just thought that bottom end and Westbrook they would have been just a tiny bit better than mm-hmm. um than what they are. So. But but so who do you guys have? Let's talk about NBA finals real quick. We're kind of like one month away. I think the playoffs start in May. So who do you guys have coming out of the East and coming out of the West for the finals? Uh, I got the Brooklyn Nets versus the Los Angeles Lakers. And I got the Lakers taking it in about... Mm -hmm. I think it might be. It depends on if, if the Nets are healthy. That's gonna be might be a drag out series. Might be mm-hmm. seven game. Might be a seven game, six or seven gamer. But I I just got the I got the. I, I mean I'm from Brooklyn. I want to say Brooklyn, but just just off talent and the fact that LeBron he's gonna he's getting a lot of rest right now. He'll be mm-hmm. back in a few weeks, just in time for the playoffs. AD is mm-hmm. getting rest. They got Drummond. We didn't talk about Schroeder. Uh, I got the Lakers taking it again. They might repeat. Um, and then I'm gonna go see Space Jam after that. That's that's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. It's like the uh, the day and time we in now. We already know who who's who's gonna be in the finals before they get here. And, yeah. Uh, unless something miraculous happens, if uh, KD stays healthy and um, Kyrie, because you know they're real fragile. Yep. Uh, I, I see. I see them coming out and. I'm say the legs are taking it six, only because mm. I'm looking at how uh, the, the Brooklyn Nets don't really match up against the Lakers to me. Like the Lakers are too deep and too big, yeah. and mm-hmm. they have uh, and you got like number number one and number two defensive team in the league without AD and LeBron. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. AD and LeBron come back, it's over. A lot of defense. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah i um i definitely think so y'all don't think do y'all believe in the jazz Ooh. <laughs> i, ca- oh. I kind of forgot about the jazz they, 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 they got another piece didn't it i i don't think so they don't. Uh, i don't think they added anything they can't come out the nuggets either though the nuggets the nuggets are there but they're not coming out they're not coming out the way. Yeah, I don't uh, think the Nuggets, but I mean the Jazz. They've been they've been looking pretty good. So I again, mean, 
they always like do I said, regular season. It's, 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 it's hard. I'm telling you, it's hard. It's really hard to to for, to, to beat that LA team, mm-hmm. you know, in four games in a series where they're locked into you. And with the defense they have and everybody healthy, you know, it's hard. I mean, do I see the Jazz making a – my Jazz can make a run, make a deep run in the playoffs. Uh, the Nuggets – could make a deep run in the play. I don't know about the, the Mavericks, uh, uh, you know, Donjic Don, Don and all them cats, but those two teams right there can make deep runs, but I don't see them beating L.A. unless it's like an epic type of collapse or something. Meltdown. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, worse, and I don't think LeBron doing that. He got a movie to make. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Space Jam 2, man. Uh, let me ask you a question, though. What, what, uh-huh. uh, uh, what, what team... You think uh, can make a can surprise us and make a deep run in the playoffs? Besides the besides the Lakers and 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 Brooklyn. Um. Well, coming out of the East, besides, of course, my team, the Sixers. Um. Mm-hmm. So I have the Sixers coming out of the East, and I'm probably just speaking off of emotion, but I don't care. <laughs> that's that's my team. So right. they coming out of the East. Um, in the East, a surprise team that can, so I think a team that has been playing really good this year, and I think that they can, depending on who they play, they can come out of the first round or give that first round team kind of a run for their money is the Knicks. Mm. I think that the Knicks have been playing extremely good this year. Um, Julius Randle has been having a, a great season. Um, they he got played. the braids coming in. They, he's a great <laughs> game tonight. He's dropping 100 on cats tonight. <laughs> they play great defense. Um, yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why they're such a good team is Tibbs got them playing amazing defense. So I think that the Knicks, depending on who they play in that, in that first round, um, I think that they can be maybe either, like I said, give that first round team a run for their money or possibly make it to the second round. Um, out of the West, uh, the West is so tough. Um, I, I guess my surprise team out there would be Portland. Mm. Um, mm. Depending on, you know, they're kind of getting healthier now. CJ is, is back. He's kind of getting back in the groove of things. So, I think that they would be um, – I like Norman Powell. I, I actually thought that was a good sign. I thought the guy they let go – I want to say it was Gary Trent. I kind of was surprised about that because I thought he was playing good for them. But I like – I think Portland, you know, they got Melo. Melo can still shoot it. He can have, you know, get hot for them. So yep. I think that they – of course, you got Dame Lillard. And Dame time, you know, he goes off. So I think that Portland is kind of that team that might be able to kind of make a run. Um, but I, I have the, the Sixers coming out the East, and I have the Lakers coming out of the West. Mm, I'm so. surprised nobody uh, said anything about the Clippers. They were so hyped. Like, oh, oh yeah. Nah. Nah. So I forgot so about hyped. them. Nah. <laughs> they were so that, hyped. Nah, son, when they, when they collapsed <laughs> – when they collapsed in the bubble, that was it for me, bro. Yeah, I so that. I already knew that people were so hyped off the regular season wins, and, yeah. and they, where where they messed up at, like basketball is it's a it's an emotional sport. They got mm-hmm. wrapped up into the beating LeBron, then mm-hmm. it was and the beating everybody else. So they matched up yeah. for the Lakers, 
and didn't make it because you didn't match up against the other teams that, that were in the way. Yeah. And I, so, and I so what do you guys think about the Clippers? Like, everybody had them kind of had them winning last year. So I think this is um, Leonard's Kawhi and Paul George. I think they only signed a two-year deal. So this might be their last, you know, uh, year on that. So do you guys think if they don't win a championship, like what does that say about them and say about them as a team? It says, uh, it's, it's, it says what I've been saying since the rip. They, Kawhi, is a, he's, a, he's a great two-way player, mm-hmm. but he's not a leader. Mm-hmm. He, he he needs to be led. He he had Tim Duncan, one of the greatest, the greatest power forward ever to play the game. He had mm-hmm. Tim Duncan and a great coach. When you get out of those situations, that uh that championship he won in Toronto, he did not win that championship for them. Van Fred Van Fleet and mm-hmm. um Siakam, those boys were the heart of the team. And Lowry, they mm-hmm. won that championship. They got a lucky bucket against Philly. But like uh he he he's not that player you wanna put all your eggs in his basket. Like he's gonna do mm-hmm. what he's gonna do and that's it. Mm-hmm. It's not he, mm-hmm. he don't have any elevation to his game. Mm-hmm. And Paul George, he's up and down, like frequency, up and down. One day he, he can score 50 and, and and win a game for you, and the next day he can shoot 50 shots and only make two. Mm-hmm. So you can't those are the type of players they always been if you're watching. With those series that he had with uh the Pacers against the Heat, mm-hmm. they could never get over the Heat, you know, and and it was a reason because mm-hmm. the players they were. But I think they're gonna break that team up, and okay. the, Clip- the Clippers are gonna go right back where they were mm-hmm. before Blake and um Chris Paul and them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they <gonna> disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. If they don't, it's it's definitely just because of how much they hyped it up. You had Kawhi yeah. like with the commercials, with the uh, the, the, new the crown and the king of L.A. <laughs> and so yeah, I, I I definitely agree about that. All right, so last two questions before I, I let you uh-huh. guys go: Who do you think should win MVP this year? Ooh. Who's your MVP? LBJ. <laughs> LeBron James. He, the reason, he this, this is my reason. This is, this is my reason. <laughs> you can put this guy on any team and they're <laughs> a playoff contender. Like just, just setting them in there. And what he's doing at the age that he's doing it, mm-hmm. you, you can't take that away from him again. Mm-hmm. It's like they, it's like the league. The, the way the league was for MJ, they're the opposite mm-hmm. for LeBron. Like, they 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 gave MJ his flowers while he was there. But with LeBron, mm-hmm. it's like they looking at everything he do. Oh, yeah, he's great. He does this. He does that. But we got this other guy. He's just as good. We can give it to him instead of giving it to the rival only. So I, I say LeBron James because he he, he revived that, that Lakers um, – franchise there's no way mm-hmm. ad is going there without lebron mm-hmm. so okay what you think franklin uh, uh as much as uh, uh lebron is kind of a, 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 a asterisk <laughs> I, I give it to him because he does revive franchises he does revive around franchises uh 
But yeah, uh, let me. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who really, who really be having an impact on a team like that. Um, mm-hmm. It's got. It's probably be either a, uh, 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 LeBron James. If you want to mm-hmm. give a runner up, uh, you want to talk about uh, give him somebody flowers. Uh, Chris Paul out Chris there Paul. in Phoenix. Yeah. He got them. Mm-hmm. He got them. Them young kids in Phoenix playing really, Love. really, really well. So you want to mm-hmm. give him, give him for that. Um, yeah, those are my only two right now. Everybody else been kind of like, man, you know what I'm saying? They haven't mm-hmm. been really, mm-hmm. really elevating their squads to 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 the next level. Like the way, like 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 my man Dominique said about mm-hmm. LeBron. LeBron makes people better, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And Chris mm-hmm. Paul makes people better. Uh, yeah, that's about it. It's either, it's either LeBron James or Chris Paul for me. Okay. I, I like to throw um, I like to throw Embiid in there too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Just off of off of uh, if you're talking like number and the mm-hmm. way he's playing right now, I I, I throw him because he does, he does it on the um uh, everyday night. It's just mm-hmm. it's the supporting cast gonna show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like him too. I wouldn't be mad at them three names: Chris Paul, Embiid, or LeBron. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all know who I so it's MVP. It's Embiid okay. all the way. <laughs> so, I mean, look at his season. He's number two in scoring. He's yeah. Embiid has been dominating. This is what I've been waiting for from him because I feel like he could have been doing this. But I mean, you know, it takes time. So I definitely think Embiid is MVP of the NBA this year. I don't know if him being out these last like 10 games he was out will hurt him. Um, but I, I definitely think he's number one. My number two, um, you know who I think does not get any love? And I think that LeBron said it best when he was picking his players for the All-Star game. He was like, don't nobody, like, when you play, you know, the, the games, you're not picking the Jazz. But Donovan Mitchell has been playing amazing. Yeah, spiders. Yeah, spiders up there. This season. Like, he has been playing great. I think that he deserves some Excuse kind me. of MVP love. I don't know if he is the like number one, number two, but I think he should be in the conversation because they've been consistently at that number one spot pretty much all season. Yeah, so, I think he's. I think he's. Uh, he's going to win it eventually, mm-hmm. but he. I think he just got to do a little more um, post postseason. Yeah, okay. that's true. I think. I think you gotta add that to the resume. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's what's gonna push him over. over okay, uh, I think that um, I'm looking it up real quick right now. They got uh, they got the Joker as number one. Uh, mm-hmm. Damian Litter, another person I forgot about. Dame Tom yeah. is number two. Uh, yeah. Your boy Embiid yeah. is number three. Number four mm-hmm. is Giannis, and number five mm-hmm. is uh, James James Harden. And they got okay. honor, uh, honorable mentions as Doncic, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard. LeBron James. Sorry, Dom. Sorry, Dominic. Number eight. Uh, sorry. Uh, Devin Booker. And then my, my man Chris Paul. My man Chris okay. Paul. Okay. So that's the that's the that's the consensus now. Okay. Uh, I mean and, the Joker being number one. Uh, I mean he's been playing saying. great too, but I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Not 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 number one. Not number one, but yeah, so my last, yeah, my last question for you guys. So I always like to kind of end with a non-basketball question. Yeah, so my question for you guys, I'm a big movie buff. 
So I love movies. So what are your top five favorite movies? Of all top five, top five favorite movies. Yep. I uh, off the like off my head right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I got I got them tattered on my leg. I got them on my my work desk. Gotta go with Transformers, the animated mm-hmm. one from the eighties. That's one. Number okay. two, uh, I mess with uh, Next Friday. That's my second favorite movie. Uh, okay. Number three is uh, I'll go with The Godfather Two. Godfather Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is a goofy movie the disney joint that's that's one of my that's in my top and mm-hmm. uh number five i gotta put a star wars up there uh the return of the jedi i love return okay. of the jedi. those are those are movies that an honorable mention is goodfellas because those are movies that you ever be watching tv and a, that a movie comes on and no matter what uh-huh. part is in you just watch you know, it all the way watch. through uh-huh. yeah th- uh-huh. those those movies right there i could do that with any time any place like the godfather 2 was on last night i've been seen it a hundred times but it's still captivated me. still captivated me. so those are okay. my top my top okay okay what about you don for me uh my favorite movie of all time is uh, Friday, the first Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, might be because I'm a Ice Cube. Uh, that's probably one of my favorite human beings in the world. Nice. And, um, I like uh, like Juice, uh, New Jersey Drive. Oh Boys yeah, honorable mention. <laughs> Boys in the Hood. <laughs> and, um, it's a a Mark Wahlberg movie, uh, the big hit. That, oh yeah. Okay. Nice joint. Okay. I can watch those movies over and over. Hold on, yo. Okay. The big hit is, okay. is that is that the one where like he plays like a hitman or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my me and my dad was watching that a couple of months ago. I think me and my dad and my girl we was watching that a couple of like a month ago. We was watching that. My dad was like, "You should watch it. It's a good film." He put that on. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know yeah. if I seen that one. You gotta watch it's, it. It's action packed. Yeah, nice. okay. I think on uh, Showtime, one of them joints. Okay, I gotta look that one up. I gotta look that one up. But um, once again, I want to thank both of you guys for joining. Teddy had to hop off. I think he said his job called him. But um, want to thank both of you guys for joining. And before we end, real quick, both of you have projects you're working on. You got things that you're doing. So real quick, just talk about your projects, where people can find it, where people can follow you and how people can get that from you. So, uh, Franklin, you can uh, go ahead and start it off. Well, as you guys can see in the background, I'm one of the hosts of a, a little podcast myself called The Postal Street Radio. They, 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 can't, <laughs> they, can't, they can't see you, Franklin. Oh, my bad. Well, <laughs> I got my Postal Street, yeah, my my mm-hmm. Street Radio uh, that comes on. We do every week. Shout out to my man, Nick McKee, Phoenix the Goddess, See Butter. We're on YouTube. You can just Google us, Post to the Street Radio. I also got, uh, I just finished uh, an album last year with my good friend, Jimmy Valentine, called Dangerous Alone. We got two singles out right now, The Interlude and uh, Two Bangs, which I produced the entire album. I'm a music producer. We're working on our third single uh, once uh, this summer with uh, Poor Slice. So check us out, man. Just Google me, baby. Urban Miracle. Google Postal Street Radio. I uh, just want to thank you, cuz, because I've been following the J Spot since an inception. I've been dying to be on the show <laughs> to, talk, to talk my ish and have a good time, man. So please, please invite me again. I love to come through. Of course, of course, of course. And then, Don, what you got going on? 
Uh, I got a, um, I have an album already streaming out. It's, uh, OG Bobby is called uh, OGB. And uh, that's on Apple Music, it's on Amazon, Google, it's, it's everywhere. I'm working on my um, album, trying to get it out there by the summertime, but I'm just trying to get a couple okay. tracks cleared and mm -hmm. um, we'll be rolling. And I'm actually trying to um, start to shoot a movie too. What we're doing like okay. a little thing. I don't know if you guys, um, well, you guys maybe not heard of it. Uh, we had an a, a armor truck robbery around 2007. It's yeah. like the biggest, mm -hmm. the biggest heist, and um, they they stole like nine point eight million. Mm -hmm. yeah. Were, wow! Yeah, those are uh, a couple of my good friends. We're trying to make a movie about what happened, mm -hmm. and things like that. So, we actually got one of um Tyler Perry's, uh, what do you call him? The guy that uh, I don't know what the professional name of it is. The videographer. <laughs> He's a videographer. Okay. We okay. actually got one of. Tyler Perry's guys are uh, working with us on that. Um, okay. As soon as That's that gets good. rolling, I'll put more information out there. Yeah, hold on, I'm looking, yeah. at, I'm looking it up right now. You got you got a song with my man Project Pat? Yeah, Project. I'm actually um I'm actually writing a mixtape for him right now. All right. I have to I just download it right now. So you got that 99 cents, brother. Project Pat yeah. one of my favorite artists. You know I appreciate what I'm saying? That. <laughs> I appreciate no doubt. That, yo, yo, fact, yeah, yeah. I got we're gonna talk, man. Talk, man. Yeah. We're gonna talk. Definitely. Yeah. But again, uh, Janelle, what you got going on besides, you know, the J spot and all that? Um, just mainly doing the J spot right now. Um, like I said, kind of, you know, doing this right now outside of work and coming up on a year in September. So um, it's just been a great journey. It's been fun. It's been, um, it's been, it's been good, but uh, I've been very excited to have, you know, you guys on my family because I'm a big family person. Um, yes, and I know that you guys are as well. So I am extremely happy that I was able to get you guys on. We're definitely going to do it again. I'm yes. happy, really happy and proud of both of you and your projects that both of you are doing. Um, yes, I think that that's, that's that. uh, really amazing. Um, so definitely want to uh, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, make sure you follow all of their projects, download them, pick them up, uh, follow them like on Instagram. And like Franklin said, his projects on YouTube, Dom got his music out now. So you guys make sure you follow, make sure you listen to the podcast. Uh, follow my podcast on uh, Instagram at jspotpod. Once again, thank you guys for coming on. Love you guys. Shout out Love to Teddy. More. He had to, uh, he had to Ready jump Teddy. off for work. DJ so Ready shout Teddy. Out to Teddy. We'll get him on next time. We'll get him on next right. time. Uh, yeah. but really want to thank you guys for coming on. Glad to be able to connect and see you guys in this pandemic. And like I said, love you guys. But thank you guys for listening. And until next time. From the end zone to who at back for the win. Yeah. Just pull up this spot for the win. Yeah. Pull up this spot for the win. Just pull up this spot for the win.